Here's what's on today's edition of Realising Potential with Fiona Brookwell and Michael Jones. There's a diagnostic that we use that we've used... I've used all of my, nearly all of my professional career. I remember thinking this is really powerful stuff, so I became trained in it. So the business is focused around setting people up for success. As I came back from working in the Middle East without much idea about what I wanted to do next, that maybe for a time at least I could work with her in her business. I'm interested to learn about the company, its origins, and how you have both worked to build it. You both have your stories on the why and how, although I'd like to start with you, Michael. How did you meet Fiona initially and then start working together? Okay, well, we've been working together for a long time now, and I met Fiona back in the last century, so it's a long time. The reason that we met is that I'd applied for a job that I was told after a number of interviews was essentially mine. And then was also informed that the new head of HR would like to have a chat with me before a formal offer of employment was made. So at the time I was living in Sri Lanka and was flown back to the UK for this chat with this new head of HR. And it was a very cold Thursday evening. I'll never forget it. It was cold and it was wet. And I was already asking myself, do I really want to come back to this when I had a rather nice life in Sri Lanka? I was sitting in reception and this very professional person came in and uh, took me off and um, grilled me for a considerable length of time on my resume. So it really wasn't a chat at all. And at the very end of it, um, asked me to complete a very simple personality behavioural assessment, which I did. The job did eventually get offered to me. And this particular individual, whose name happened to be Fiona Brookwell, gave me some PI feedback on the predictive index was the assessment that was used and still remains the assessment that we use now. And I remember thinking this is really powerful stuff. So I became trained in it and I used it extensively in the business that we both worked in. And I went rattling off around the world. And then Fiona left the organisation to set up her own business. And some years later, having kept in touch with all of this, Fiona, who was now successfully running her own business at the time, um, suggested as I came back from working in the Middle East without much idea about what I wanted to do next, that maybe for a time at least I could work with her in her business. That was 16 years ago and we've been working together ever since. Fiona, tell me more about the, the business and the, the operation as it is today. So the business is focused around setting people up for success, realising potential, so RPX2, uh, realising potential to the power of two is our, is our organisation. So the tool that we predominantly use within our, our business, as, as we do also do focus on executive coaching, senior management team development, senior management conflict resolution, but uh, there's a diagnostic that we use that we've used, I've used all of my, nearly all of my professional career uh, from an HR perspective, and that's the predictive index. So it's interesting, Michael, talking about his exposure to predictive index. Uh, that was when I was still working in corporate life, and I was looking to find out if this senior executive we were going to employ had the um, levels of initiative that we were looking for, the levels of drive that we were looking for, was proactive enough in his communication, in his relationship management, you know, could make sharp, smart decisions, etc. So the tool that we used to help as a diagnostic was the predictive index. And, you know, Michael's profile fitted that criteria, so hence he got employed. And that, that started our professional 
uh, journey together. And then after a few years and, of course, a few glasses of wine, then we became friends as well as as business partners. Uh, never underestimate the impact of a glass of wine. Why did you leave the, the corporate world, though? So to realise my own potential... I knew that at a certain stage in life, I would need to leave corporate life and I would need to work for myself. So I always knew, I knew from a very young age that I'd end up working for myself. I never quite knew what that looked like, but I knew that it would happen at some stage. You do your work in corporate life to build up your knowledge and your skills and your experience and your your own talent, your competence as such, so that then when you do set up your own business, you've got something that you can sell to a client and and hopefully to be able to, you know, earn some some money from it to to pay your mortgage. But but the core that sits behind it was understanding myself, understanding what motivated me and drove me. So I therefore created my environment and I created a job and created a role and ultimately created a company that meant when I woke up each morning, I actually was excited about going to work each day. I was looking forward to what I was doing. I was looking forward to the people that I was going to interact with and the nature of the work that I was going to do. And then as, as Michael mentioned, uh, his exposure to it was when I was still in corporate life. And then latterly, when he was at a crossroads in his own corporate life, and I was uh, running the Realising Potential business quite successfully, I quite simply had too much work going on for, for one person. And, uh, you know, said to Michael, look, whilst you're, deciding what you want to do longer term, you know, please, you know, I know you've got the initiative, the drive, the skills, the competence and the the behavioural drives to do the nature of the work that I do. I know you're good at this stuff. If you want, please come and do some stuff with me, work with me, help me initially with some of this because I've got too much on and 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 see where it goes from there. So it was only ever going to be a temporary thing, wasn't it, Michael? I think maybe six months, nine months or something initially. And uh, and here we are 16 years later. And uh, whether it's team development, whether it's a new team coming together, or it's a dysfunctional team, as, you know, not the first time a chief executive said, you know, Fiona, my senior team are dysfunctional. Can you help me? And actually, once we run the diagnostic and we get behind it, you find, well, you know, it's not dysfunctional because you've got incompetent people. You've actually got highly competent people who are just not motivated and switched on in the right way. So you do that piece of work and work with them to, to help set them up as a successful team. And what are these conversations that you're having here going to be about? I think over the years that we've worked together, we've built up an enormous reservoir of stories when we train what we do to other people, we use stories to illustrate some of the points that we're making. And the feedback that we constantly keep getting is that's what makes it real for us. That's what consolidates our learning. So we'd like to just maybe capture some of them. And I do think some of them are deeply personal to many of us, to us, certainly for me. I think it will illustrate what we do just by the fact that over the years we've been lucky enough to work with some amazing people to help some people to perhaps influence their career choices, sometimes their life choices. And um, I think for for the sake of posterity, let's capture a few of these stories. Realising Potential with Fiona Brookwell and Michael Jones. For more information about our services and organisation, visit rpx2.com.